Hi guys, welcome back to All About Sports, the podcast. Uh, you guys are joined by a regular host, Mazhar, Aniket, and myself, Shubham. And today we have a very, very special guest with us. We have Satya Nyanashekaran, who is a top pro. He's a top professional table tennis player, and he's been playing table tennis for many, many years. A quick, short introduction about him. He's currently ranked thirty, thirty-eight. Uh, he was part of the Indian team winning bronze in Junior World Championship in 2011. He's an Arjuna awardee, first Indian to sign with Okayama Rivets in the Japanese T League, and he's won lots of medals uh, at Commonwealth Games and other competitions. It's an absolute pleasure to have you, Satyan. How are you doing? Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for that lovely introduction. Uh, I'm doing great. I mean, I can't say I'm doing great in this kind of pandemic, but yeah, I'm doing fine probably. Yeah. well that's that's absolutely great and obviously the olympics are coming up soon we are uh, we are 100% sure that even during these difficult situations you're trying very very hard to stay uh, well prepared for the olympics so without wasting much time we'll directly jump into your journey uh, the first thing i'd like to know from you is what made you uh, like what was the decision like how did you decide you want to take up tt as a career did you try different sports growing up or were you always passionate about tt so can you walk us through that journey a little bit I mean, I didn't decide uh, playing table tennis uh, when I was just five years old. So, uh, I mean, it was my parents. Uh, you know, though they don't, they didn't have any kind of uh, you know sporting background. I was the first person in my family ever to even try any sport. So, myself and my sister uh, joined table tennis. So, my mother wanted me to put in uh, some kind of an individual sport. And um, you know, I think uh, one of the big reasons was also that table tennis academy uh, started very close to my house. so she wanted me to engage in some kind of a physical activity just to you know just for good health just to divert our attention from the video games and uh, i was also kind of very uh, active uh, hyperactive at the uh, at my home so that was the basic reason and my mom always liked sport i should say she had a liking for any kind of physical activity that energy you know to channelize energy and that's how i started table tennis uh, with chandrashekar sir who you know recently passed away with covid he was my first coach uh, Uh, the Chandramix Chandra TT Academy, and that's how it started. So it's just five years old, and from there on, uh, I started playing table tennis. And yeah, I mean, after that, it was just from going from uh, strength to strength. Ah, uh, that is uh, some journey. I mean, uh, parents putting kids into sports is uh, always a delight to hear. Uh, uh, Satyan, I, you know, we are very close to the Olympics, so something around that. You participated in the T League. You participated in the Polish League also, where you. um you know faced international top cadre players so what was that experience like if you could elaborate on that a bit i played several leagues uh, you know prior as well like i've participated in uh, german league i think one of the first times i got an opportunity to play in bundesliga one of the biggest leagues and after that i had to switch german league was very taxing with the international schedule going on i think everton has a very unique system of having both the international calendar as well as uh, the league system like how football does you know it's like having both worlds of tennis and football together so it's a very taxing uh, schedule in table tennis and uh, then i chose that polish league was had a better scheduling there so i i signed with polish league but japan league i think was the best thing which happened to me uh, it's by far the toughest league i've ever played in my career with all the players i played just ranked above me you can imagine the level of the league there and i think it's a great experience 
uh, playing against the top level players so professional the way japan conducts it and very well set up despite the pandemic i think the great opportunity was playing against the top players that pressure situations the energy in the bench and how they deal you, you learn a lot from uh, top 10 players on how they prepare for a match and also getting to train along with them i think that's the biggest opportunity to uh, to train with them during the matches and uh, you know uh, also i didn't plan this that i'll be playing japan league before the olympics but the pandemic struck and the only good thing that happened was to train in japan play uh, japanese players in that conditions before the olympics so that also really did help me uh, in my preparation in my mindset uh heading to the olympics on uh, i'm more like you know i felt a little bit like home probably when i go again to japan uh coming to polish league uh definitely on the matches part uh you know it's not as uh, big as japan league with the number of players there but polish league was a different kind of an experience where you were kind of a favorite there's a lot of pressure on you uh to win a lot of matches so that was a different pressure there uh you know to take the responsibility of a team to go along with that and i think that's also really needed uh because you will be playing a lot of players who are little closer to you or little lower than you and that's when you really need to show up uh, courage to bring up that a game uh polish league was fun uh, i really like the team composition that spirit in the team so i think uh, it really helps you in uh, international matches because you become more uh you know open up uh, to the idea of matches to the pre- handling pressure situations and uh, it definitely did help uh during a pandemic when there was no international competitions the league did help me to perform better and better and in fact help me even qualify for the olympics in a very strong way yep nine nine wins was it in the polish league yeah i remained yeah. unbeaten so i think that was a great uh, perks and uh, yeah unfortunately we lost in the semis but i think i played uh, superb and remained unbeaten winning all the nine matches the boss was really happy and immediately signed me for the next year <laughs> Okay I think my next follow up to that question was going to be how you know this patch of the T league and the Polish league helped you train for the Olympics but I think that's already fairly covered in your answer Maz Yeah sure I think Yeah yeah I'll take it forward So uh, so Satyan you recently spoke about the difference in tables between India and Europe So firstly which one do you prefer and uh, secondly how do you prepare for such situations and does it change your style in ter- your game style as well in terms of which country you play in and how do you like really because i mean it's like when i think of this when i hear about the tables people discount all of these things a lot in table tennis but like in cricket we all see how what a difference a pitch can make so how how big of a factor are these tables as well in table tennis Oh, immense i think uh, you know the, the knowledge uh, you know giving compared uh, compared to study to like you know it's playing like in an indian pitch and uh, an Engle- english pitch like you know and then it's playing like uh, in clay and grass uh, so that kind of a difference but only thing is we don't have seasons like clay season or a grass season it's just that imagine playing roland garros uh, and then the next week you play immediately wimbledon you know it's like how we uh, we are programmed to play so if you ask me uh, what do i prefer i don't know i mean i have just played uh, continuously so i mean uh, it has its own pros and cons i would say uh, the indian tables are really really fast so the, the tables are uh, kind of very spinny uh, bouncy and very fast so you need to have different adaptations mentally there uh, you know the and the, of course not only the tables the tropical conditions the heat 
also makes it the ball travels very fast and uh, you feel like the ball is coming to you at you know increased speed so you need to have kind of uh, shorten your strokes so there are technical adjustments which you need to make mentally and uh, on the table physically as well to have a shorter stroke uh, to be little more precise um, in your directions because uh, you will feel like the ball is coming very fast uh, uh, and then internationally the bounce is normal the spin is little bit lesser and it's and it's really slow and even some more other tables like asians are asian tables are kind of um, mediocre slow but the european and other little bit tables are very very slow you feel many many tables are really slow you feel like the ball is not just coming to you really you really need to move a lot and you need to have a little bit of patience you need to generate more power so it's more physical energy playing abroad uh, you know playing abroad you require a lot of physical energy you require a lot of core power and strength from your legs to generate that power because there is no speed as such in the table or the table doesn't assist you so much uh, but you require a lot of reflex and a lot of hand eye coordination at the highest level to play at india so i think i have played all the time all the years in indian tables of course uh, my strength is playing in indian conditions uh, uh, you know you have better connect we played the olympic qualifiers in stack tables and i was playing really well so definitely that the strength is where you have practiced i think uh, that is something becomes your strength uh, i really like playing here but uh, in the last few years it's become difficult for me to play in india because uh, the more i have practiced uh, abroad uh, the more conditions you get used to uh, those kind of areas so it's more fun playing abroad because you get more rallies uh, you feel like you are there in the game you can dictate terms so there nothing coming very fast Uh, yeah, I mean uh, they need to regulate a little bit with having at least come into a season. Not many are aware of it. Uh, it's it's super difficult. So mentally, you need to have that switch when you take the flight from India to uh, say Europe and then you come back. I have played tournaments like in Calcutta, the next day in Russia, then you come back again and you play a tournament in Chennai and then you go ahead to Japan. So I mean uh, it's a very difficult uh, scenario to be in, but it's fun. I think that's why uh, we are ready. Our table tennis players are mostly. adapting to a lot of conditions and uh, yeah that's a challenge we are i'm going to get another table now for the olympic table the sanate table uh, to get used to the conditions and to make sure that i'm fully prepared for the olympics who who knew this who knew this and this is why we love the fact that we talk to professional athletes because no one would ever even consider that a table would be different so significantly different across the globe in a professional sport that too uh my next question is we saw a video of you recently firstly very fascinating you're playing against a robot so do you feel such technology in the sport has further helped your development and uh, how would you compare it into when training with let's say a coach on the other side or someone actually hitting balls to you so how is that help you I mean uh, yes definitely technology does play a very big role uh, you know robots have been there for quite a long time in table tennis but this is one of the very advanced robots which has come in the latest uh, you know field of uh, table tennis where it's really close to a human it can throw like you know 120 balls in a minute it can have various uh, uh, frequencies uh, it can have various trajectories speed directions randomized it can put one ball close to the net another ball uh you know at the baseline so it was it was more like uh, imitating a human and uh, it was more fun you can have a lot of various exercises sequences set in it and i think that really helped i got it from all the way from germany 
butterfly helped me with the help of go sports foundation as well uh, from the tamil nadu government which could procure it all the way there with the customs and everything and uh, i was really happy to have that it was one of the saviors uh, during the lockdown where i could really keep up uh, with the game and uh, you know continue playing at uh, at a decent level but you asked me uh, if a human can be uh, you know replace no way i mean human is al- always at the top you know any time if you ask me a player i would always pick a human otherwise china would be having thousand robots and not manufacture thousand players so i mean uh, humans are something which you give that way that it can't see me how i'm moving right i mean they doesn't they don't have the feel so if an opponent sees me moving in one direction he's going to give me another direction so that is very much required when you play a one on one sport and that a robot cannot do at any point of time so i mean uh, the humans can see you where you're moving they can read your mind they can read your game which is which is happening very well so definitely i would prefer a human but in this time when there is social distancing when unfortunately you can't have humans all over you then uh, robot is helping you so robot does have its own advantages of that speed which human can never put technicality speed footwork these things are, can be improved but the game nuances and the tactics you definitely need a coach you definitely need a sparring partners uh, to you know uh, gel up so robot does play it a part but uh, it can never replace humans uh, in the practicing it sounds amazing and uh, <laughs> i love that you mentioned china because for us when we watch them it's like a robot only the way they play the <laughs> speed at which they play so <laughs> they are very intelligent it looks like that but they they have a lot of research going and uh, they have a lot of mechanism which they have made them uh, literally look like robots but they are actually humans playing with the robot kind of a system i'm sure satyan honestly watching you play is also the same for us <laughs> but we'll let me very honest uh, i just got one more question for you given your global exposure where do you see india ranking against the world in terms of infrastructure and what what more do you think can be done to support the players i know you've said that you've got a lot of support from the tamil nadu government and um, you know and even from butterfly so in general where do you see the domestic scene like in terms of infrastructure i mean in terms of infrastructure i mean we have a very 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 long way to go for sure uh, you know the number of stadiums uh, you know there are when i went to china there were like 100 tables in a stadium but different floors like they have three floors of 100 table halls and they have it in like 15 16 cities uh you know so it's massive uh, they have no more number of tables there have been a saying i don't know i mean just for fun that there's been more number of tables than the players uh, uh, you know there so i mean yes but we don't require at this point of time such massive infrastructure we can definitely build on that uh, there is uh, in the last few years india has got a sporting ecosystem that supportive mentality in the society that's come up so it's going to take some time to build massive infrastructure it's going to take a lot of money and investments there but what we can do is to start from the grassroots level wherever they are training uh, you know you can always make them uh, you know have a regime like just building infrastructure is also not going to help many countries do have big infrastructures but they are not players coming out of it so they need to have a regime or a, like a uh, education policy which is there right so we need to have a sports policy where uh, you know you have uh, how do you train in a beginner level how do you train in intermediate level china has that they have a syllabus basically how to go about it from level to level to have a coaches coming together so we are on the track now we are having coaches uh, programs and everything uh, we are building up 
but i think yeah the government is doing a great job i mean i have to say tamil nadu government supported me when i was nowhere when i was 400 in the world uh, from 2012 and i've come to 24 i reached my highest ranking so that's what is needed to pick that right talent and uh, come up there and central government has also come up with the target olympic podium scheme uh, you know there are organizations like go sports uh, who are also doing a great job i think the private organizations has to pitch in so the government is doing a lot but i think the private organization has to come up and support to have a massive infrastructure so it's going to be a lot of spending uh, but yeah i mean uh, to build the sporting ecosystem first and then gradually build the infrastructure we are a very very long way to go china started this 60 years back and then it took them a long time to come this way so we are there in the last 10 15 years but we don't take that much long i hope we will be super power uh, very soon probably in the next decade and the infrastructure is also getting better the mindset is getting better sports is treated as a profession now and not an extra curricular activity anymore so i think that's when we really step up the gear and go to the next level atyan that's such a you know well composed answer where you can't just look at it as you pour money in and get the results satyan now um, india has been battling covid for a while and you've donated rupees 1 lakh as well right now with regards to how covid has impacted your training could you tell us something about that how have you kept up with your training and you know just uh, remaining in touch with the sport i mean very difficult at uh, this point when uh, you know the people are battling for life it's kind of really hard my close ones uh, my coach first coach also passed away due to covid uh, it's really hard to keep your mind in the sport when uh, life is at stake i mean sport definitely takes a back seat so i mean uh, there were a lot of issues friends reaching out to me with the support for hospitals bed so i i definitely prioritized prioritized life over any time over table tennis and uh, that's something which is needed uh so there were a lot of uh, difficulties uh, especially in the second wave when i felt like the covid was at the doorstep uh, with a lot of people uh, you know suffering uh, quite a lot and uh, yeah i did donate a small amount uh, i think that was more like a responsibility towards the society which has actually supported me when i was as a growing athlete and uh, very needed we even had a a funding program for the coaches where the livelihood was affected uh, uh, to support them to come out of the pandemic and not go away from the sport uh, so i mean we could do whatever could uh, we could in our uh, you know in our capacity uh, training part i made sure that i have a routine so that is was the key uh, to pandemic when you are at home you wake up late uh, you know you you kind of really go out of the routine and then it becomes really difficult to come back uh, to the uh, you know original plan so i made a plan first week was horrible but then after that i made a plan on uh, i should wake up i need to do fitness i need to do yoga i need to eat these things i need to practice if there is no table probably do something else physical activity okay add one or two like for the mental uh, frame to be in a good mindset that uh, you can watch some movies with mom so that's a luxury uh, to you know spend time with mom so i made a plan as well and then i kept going about it no matter what happens when you are at home and so that you don't feel like you are out of the blue and yeah i mean i kept training i built a small hall uh, you know thinking that would be needed i never thought this would be i would needing it so fast uh in the second wave but uh that's come in handy i've set up a mini gym at home with a lot of equipments so trying to cope up uh, and uh, to have at least good training heading to the olympics despite the lockdown satya now you are one of the few people who had the pleasure of playing a nine time indian champion right so what does that feel like where you go up against the best in your country like what how how does how does that compare 
with just you know being reaching the pinnacle of the sport where you compete with only the elite oh definitely uh, sharathana i mean sharath kamal is is a is a big name uh, when in table tennis we've grown up seeing him uh, you know 2006 uh, probably i saw him first winning the commonwealth games when i was just 13 and then i never thought i would be playing 15 years later alongside him uh, in the commonwealth games and the olympics so he's still there playing it's massive uh, for a person to play 14 finals uh, and then have a million number of uh, commonwealth medals you lost count uh, uh, i mean it's it's kind of really good to have a senior like that uh, it takes a lot of pressure from you you learn a lot from him how humble he is and then he he treats you like a friend like you know you go up i can go up to him and say directly Um, you know, another this is not working well in a doubles match. You know, there will be no ego, ego, and he would say, "Okay, I would change right away my serve." So he gave that freedom uh, for even junior athletes like us. And uh, I think really we are really good friends uh, of the court. Uh, you know, this even though the fact that he's eleven uh, years older to me, he never let that thought sink into us. Uh, we gel up as a really good team. I think uh, Sharad has always been as a pioneer, and uh, it was really nice to. Join that elite crowd, and now it's become a Sharad Satyan rivalry for the last few years, and uh, we don't call it rivalry. I think uh, it's fun for the crowd uh, to have such kind of quality matches. So it's been very long, I think, uh, for Indian fans to witness two top 30, top 40 players uh, battling it out in the Asia Championship final. So that's a great learning for the Indian um, uh, table tennis players, and uh, you know the Indian table tennis is definitely progressing. Now we are seen as a big force. Uh, the indian team in the in the world and i hope he keeps playing for even a longer time and we can reach a lot of benchmarks and a lot of juniors also come in seeing him and i think yeah we have a long way to go and uh, uh, it's really hard uh, you know to match up uh, to his level uh, for his longevity but uh, yeah i mean uh, he's provided a lot of insights into the game and a lot of juniors definitely look up to him including myself and i hope uh, this journey of him continues uh, for a lot, lot of lot of more years satan you know it's it's uh, firstly very nice to know that you've got a lot of support from let be the government or go sports foundation or different people along the way and that is that support that they've given is clearly visible in your trophy cabinet behind so that's lovely to know <laughs> but but also uh, like 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 you mentioned at the very beginning uh, you were a super active kid your mom wanted you to play an activity you joined a tt academy so your parents have also like been a big part of this journey and uh, we know like before rio uh, you lost your father so that must have been a very difficult time i'm sure but the most important thing for an athlete what i believe is uh, being mentally strong so during that phase how did you how did you cope up with that phase maintain your sanity and put all your efforts into tt like can you walk us through that a little bit i mean uh, i think uh, that was the most difficult uh, phase of uh, not just for, not just for me for the entire family uh, dad was literally like the backbone i mean he was the one who traveled even the mom put me in and dad was there uh, you know he was literally travel with me with all the matches he was always there supporting me uh, you know even though i lost uh, they never worried about whether i won or lost a match and then they come in and then they they, they are like more like uh people who really think how i feel had you had food and sometimes dad never asked me what happened in a match he would like did you have lunch you know so as like i played a match and he never asked about that so that was he was always worried about the personal well being and uh, uh, suddenly what happened was we never knew he never had any bad habits he never had he didn't even have uh, non veg uh, you know he was more like a very active fitness uh, enthusiast uh but then yeah life has its own um, you know uh, uh, conditions or something so that's when 
when that left us uh, you know after uh, getting diagnosed with cancer i think we were all taken aback because he was getting better and there was no answer so uh, i didn't have any sanity to be frank at that point i was completely blank uh, i came out from a guwahati tournament which actually cost me to heading uh, into the olympic qualification that would play all the time you know last even last words were like how sathwing and you know table tennis and that was only coming out of his mouth so i really want you to go back to the sport don't worry about uh, the family i am there to support and i think without her support without my mom's support it was uh, definitely not possible to uh, to come back to the sport and i i think i played like a second version of uh, satyan there uh, without thinking about what's going to happen when you have nothing uh, no uh, you know kind of uh, things which are sure to happen in life you know there is no nothing surety in the sport as well so i just forget started to forget about the results started to forget about uh, how am i going to play in the next 2 3 years so nothing came to my mind i just played at the moment and i played fearlessly aggressively putting all into the court and uh, i put all the anger i should say uh, out of uh, the world you know taking away my dad into the sport and uh, that changed me completely as a person uh, going into taking risks in my life and uh, that really paid dividends i should say my coach always wanted this kind of a version to play that fearless table tennis and when when i unleashed my second uh, uh, phase i could say i started to climb up the ladder very very fast and uh, i wish that was there to see my success there but i'm sure he'd be happy to see the progress of me and uh, my sisters and my mother all of them really supported me the family was there as a backbone uh, despite lo- losing our number one guy in the family uh, but yeah i mean uh, i think i've learned a lot from the from that incident uh, but uh, that's something uh, which will always be as one regret that that is not there with us uh, to see the success of me and my family i'm 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 sure wherever your dad will be he's still supporting you and he will be very proud uh, with all your achievements uh, so like you like you spoke about your dad um, you also mentioned how your first ever coach you lost him recently with covid and recently i, I think for quite some time you've been uh, working with s raman so can you please tell us about your journey working with him as a coach and how he's managed to improve you further as a player Uh, yes, I mean, even though I was with Chandrasekhar sir uh, till from '98 to 2012, uh, uh, he was my childhood coach, my first coach. That transformation from junior uh, to the senior was a big, big uh, jump or a leap, I should say. Many of them, uh, you know, evade or go away in that uh, area, but senior is a very different ball game, and that's when Raman sir came in. uh you know to step up into my aggressive game so i was more like a controlled player a passive player who never like to miss balls always wanted to be safe uh but he came in with a different approach he said you have crossed that period now you want to approach in the world level you really need to be aggressive you would miss uh it's not about playing 100 balls at the table but it's about playing three balls in the table and make sure the fourth doesn't come back so you know so that was a different uh, paradigm shift in the in the approach and uh, i started working to the transformation so you could see the real aggressive uh, play on the court uh, be it serve receive the fitness he came in with the mental conditioning coach with the support of go sports then uh, mental conditioning coach the dietitian i thought being thin i can eat whatever i want but that's not the reason, uh, case with uh, being a sports person so have a proper regime there and i think everything worked together uh, he was more like a mentor i would say uh, working from uh, a lot of aspects of the game taking it from there and yeah i mean really fortunate to have a, such a disciplined uh more disciplined than me i should say uh, despite uh, being there and so determined he would be there uh, 8 to 10 hours a day 
not getting tired i would be literally tired he pushed me to the core uh, from day one and uh, we needed a coach like that you know have the depth and knowledge to have that passion and uh, he told me that day that when i was 400 in the world that i would reach top 50 i used to laugh you know literally making joke but then we have gone all the way from uh, even top 25 so really lucky to have him on as the professional side and uh, i hope with his push and with his um, determination uh, working together with him we can really go a long long way and uh, probably reach the single digit ranking and also the olympic medal we hope so as well yeah that you do reach that single digit ranking win an olympic for india so talking about talking about this entire journey of yours which for you has been the most memorable uh, moment for you in your professional career and a follow up question to that is obviously other than winning a medal at the olympics do you have any other uh, goal for yourself that you would really like to achieve um, in your career a uh, memorable moment it's really hard to pick one but if i have to pick one i think uh, the asian games bronze medal win against uh, japan i think that was a very defining moment in the indian table tennis uh, to have the first uh, win uh, in asian games after 60 years and then winning that last point it was my first asian games as well so you know winning such a massive uh, win at a very crucial juncture uh, that changed how table tennis was looked upon in the country as far as also in the global circuit uh, yeah i mean i would rate that as the very emotional and a very memorable moment uh, uh, probably till i win the olympic medal that will stay at the top uh, of being uh, the most memorable moment uh, i think uh, personal goals uh, uh, of course family always comes first and i think i have done a very good uh, you know to have look after my mother when she looked after me it was very needed five years back it's now the role reversal i've been looking after her really well and uh, the family has been uh, as really good uh, as one unit now uh, personal goals on the front uh, probably uh, you know to give back to the sport which has really uh, come you know supported me when it was needed so i am always there coaching all the juniors i really love uh, to have i don't know if i'll become a coach that's still a long way from here but i mean i would really love to give back to the sport be it policy decisions be it coaching somewhere uh, how i can co- contribute to the sport and uh, really make sure that the legacy what sharath and me and other players are going to have to continue that legacy and uh, indian table tennis probably will be uh, like a china or do a badminton what indian badminton has done uh, in the future it's amazing and just just the last question that i have for you is see talking to you your story is inspiring on quite a few levels qualifying for the olympics while having an injury uh, losing your father but being mentally strong and fighting back so a lot of athletes they go through a lot in their career it can be professional it can be personal uh, but they have to remain motivated so for all the young athletes coming through what is your word of advice to them and how would you suggest that they always remain motivated and focused uh, towards the end goal and irrespective of whatever circumstances they are going through uh definitely this is a very very tough time i can imagine when uh, a top athlete like me finds it hard to keep it pushing keep it going even at olympics at site i can imagine the young kids they must be really devastated with the way the sports has been totally you know you know stopped in many of the places and with the second wave uh the important fact is uh, you know the end goal has to be there but the important way to stay motivated is to have short goals i think uh, it's really important to have a weekly goal probably if you have done five pushups this week 
try to do 10 and compete with your friends you know that's the smallest way you can really push yourself to stay motivated that's really important and the parents has to support them uh, enjoy the sport find new ways i think uh, now we are sitting idle at home we have a lot of different areas to work on to see a lot of videos to analyze yourself how you've been as an athlete i have done it myself so i do probably play against the wall i've done it all my childhood play against the wall table tennis you know discuss about sport with your this thing so you'll have to be mentally connected about the sport so that's that is really important even though you're not there physically stay mentally connected and enjoy the sport when you get to play it's not about always about winning it's about having that winning mindset you know that's really important but you have to enjoy the sport be passionate about it there will be difficulties but there is that's going to be a very limited span of time uh, for you uh, to push that and once you lose that opportunity it's going to be really hard so just keep enjoying the sport and i'm sure uh, we have set huge benchmarks there is a lot of support now from the governments as well uh, you know from the parents as well they are a very important part and parents have been supporting so i'm sure the kids will uh, take up sport uh, as profession and uh, you know have a big success uh, in the sport as well so enjoy have fun and you know keep working hard uh, persistence and uh, you will definitely succeed one day those are some amazing words of motivation i hope everyone listening or watching this uh y'all y'all actually follow this because this is advice from a top athlete and now satyan we'll be moving to a fun round of our segment that's the rapid fire round so i'm sure you must be you have an idea what rapid fire is uh yeah. quick answers whatever comes to your head first just go for it and yeah aniket you start off so satyan the first question do you prefer android or apple apple okay would you prefer lawn tennis or cricket Lawn tennis. Okay. Do you, do you think fitness trackers are overhyped? Yes or no? Like uh, apps I mean, to track track your goals. Some some apps are hype, but yeah, I mean it's necessary to have it. I think not really. You necessarily have it, yeah. <laughs> okay, Satyar. So now moving on from to a bit more fun. So your favorite actor or actress, as may be, and your favorite movie. uh favorite actor amir khan and uh, kamal hasan sir so these are two i think i've done my favorites uh movie uh, 3d it's dangal so full amir khan we can see that quite yeah, clearly <laughs> all time favorite yeah <laughs> uh, okay your favorite food and uh, uh, and whether you are vegetarian non vegetarian as well uh i'm a complete non vegetarian so i do have everything uh my favorite food but uh i kind of like appam with milk mom's appam with milk it's my favorite and butter chicken as well i think these two are my favorite dishes yeah yeah but still a word of advice people if you are professional athletes watch your butter chicken <laughs> <laughs> you ask for my favorite food but then you will have to keep your tongue aside when you are a sports athlete so i have given up on <laughs> lot of cream chocolate so i mean yeah i mean but but i don't have cravings for anything you have to really give up your cravings so yeah i mean still if given a choice i would uh, i would pick appam with milk and and of course love to have some butter chicken as well <laughs> fantastic fantastic uh one question more for you the song you've been listening to currently that's on repeat on your playlist probably right now <laughs> I don't know. I really love this Vati coming uh, from uh, Vijay. You should have heard this Tamil song. So uh, yeah, that's something uh, I also put it on my reels. So uh, yeah, I really like peppy fast songs to keep me motivated when I'm working out. So yeah, I mean uh, 
the vaati coming uh, song from master, master the tamil yes, movie something yes. which i've been using fantastic we were talking about apps so i want to know from you which is the app you use the most on your phone <laughs> on my phone app um i don't know i mean yeah i mean definitely i think uh, instagram uh, that's the most used uh, for sure and whatsapp uh, might be more but i have switched off the notifications trying my best to avoid and i decide i go to instagram only when i decide not because i get a notification so that's something which i have been doing for few years already to uh, you know keep out of the social media as much as i can makes sense uh, your favorite a uh, south indian movie that you recommend for everyone to watch <laughs> i mean i've watched so so many movies i don't know i mean uh, it's really hard to pick one uh, if you ask me don't say uh, bahubali because all of us have seen it already <laughs> <laughs> you which genre you really want is depend depending on i have i watched a very serious genre was visarane so there was a very serious uh, dark kind of uh, this thing i really liked uh, that kind of a movie there are some fun movies as well tamil movies you need to give me time and i can send you a complete list of uh, you know what movies you really need i am a big movie buff so yeah yeah so please send us that list and then we watch the movies and then we'll message you on instagram and you better check the message okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll 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 try doing that yes for sure uh forehand smash or backhand slice uh forehand smash your most inspiring athlete across sports roger federer oh what an answer <laughs> even i think all of us are roger federer fans out here <laughs> yeah, who cannot be yeah. mazar mazar you have something to say vamos <laughs> rafa that's all i'll say <laughs> ராஜர்ஸ் <laughs> and lot of emulation on how to make it effortless so that's the big inspiration i've got from roger and still going at age of 40 amazing yeah. absolutely and satyan it was an absolute pleasure talking to you we wish you all the best in the olympics we really hope that you bring uh, home a medal and um, all the best keeping yourself fit and working hard towards the olympics it was a pleasure having you talking to you thank you for sharing your journey for all the inspirational messages and motivational messages you've given to the youth and yeah thank you man Thank you thank you so much it was really fun as well thank you